afternoon. This is Mr. Quick with the DMCI Personal Finance Podcast. This podcast is a companion to the Google Slides presentations and videos posted to the Google Classroom. This is an audio option for students interested in hearing the lessons and can be listened to along with viewing the Google Slides. Today we start a new unit looking at managing credit and debt. Throughout this unit we're going to be looking at things like credit cards, using credit to make larger purchases such as a mortgage, a personal loan, and auto financing. We'll also be ending the unit looking at how to manage your credit and your debt. Now today's lesson we're going to be looking at credit and credit cards. Even if you budget, save, and manage your personal finances well, there may be times where you will not have all of the money you need to purchase an item you want. This is where credit comes in. This lesson will highlight the advantages and disadvantages of using credit and focus on one of the most common forms of credit, the credit card. So what is credit anyway? The type of credit we are going to talk about in this lesson refers to an arrangement between a borrower and a lender. A borrower is someone borrowing money and a lender is someone lending money. When credit is granted, the borrower can make a purchase or have access to funds under the agreement that they will pay this back at a later date. Credit is a delayed payment agreement between a borrower and a lender. In other words, credit is debt. Now there are advantages of credit. Those can include that you can purchase something you want or need right away despite not having all of the money right now to pay for it for things such as a vehicle, a house, tuition for education, or large pieces of furniture. It also demonstrates that you can manage credit by paying your bills on time and it can help to improve your credit score. Some things you may need credit for can be considered wise investments in the future and these can be considered good credit options and may include mortgages for real estate that appreciate in value and student loans for college or university that will help you attain a position to increase your earning potential. Some credit options like credit cards may offer cash incentives or rewards if you use them. Now there are disadvantages of using credit as well. You will need to pay back the money you borrowed plus interest. In this case, interest is the cost of borrowing money. If you cannot manage your credit and pay your bills on time, you can hurt your credit score, which will affect you in the future. Some people get caught up in the fact that they can get credit and forget the money they borrow must be paid back, resulting in poor financial decisions. When using some form of credit, there is a greater risk of identity theft. Talking about credit, the first thing a lot of people think about is a credit card. Now credit cards look very similar to debit cards, however, there are several key differences. When you use a debit card, the money is directly withdrawn out of the bank account and is connected to when you make a payment. Now credit cards are different because when you use a credit card, you are borrowing the money to make your purchases. In other words, when you use a credit card, you are incurring debt, which must be paid back. Now in Manitoba, you need to be at least 18 years old to apply for your own credit card. 
However, just being 18 does not mean you will automatically be approved for one. You must apply for a credit card and the credit company will determine if you will be approved and how much you will be approved for. Now that's called your credit limit. These decisions are based on a criteria such as your income, your work history, and your credit score. Now there are several advantages to using a credit card and those include that you can use a credit card to pay for purchases where other forms of payment may not be accepted, such as online or over the phone. You can pay for items you may not have the money for right at the moment. It demonstrates that you can manage your credit card bills and make payments on time will help improve your credit score. And you can earn different types of awards such as cash back, movie points, extended warranties when you use your credit card to make purchases. Although there are several advantages to using credit cards, they can be dangerous if not used carefully. Many people get into trouble because they forget that the credit payment must be paid back within a certain time period. This is called a grace period. If you do not pay your credit card bill in full, you will pay interest on the balance owing on your account. The interest rates can be quite high on credit cards and if you are not able to pay your debts, you can get into serious financial trouble and damage your credit score. Credit cards should be used with caution. Now, there are a lot of positive things with credit cards. And one of my favorite things is the rewards programs. Now, I know a number of people that use their credit card like a debit card. And what I mean by that is they use their credit card to make their everyday purchases, but they immediately pay it back using their bank account. Now, why do they do this? And this is because that their credit card is attached to a reward system. Now, this could be points for travel agencies or airlines, or it could be movie points, or it could be points for prizes. It could also be cash back. Now, these rewards are usually not ever offered with a debit card. So what these people do is they use their credit card for everyday purchases and then they immediately pay it off. When I worked at Zeller's, there was a gentleman who'd come in every weekend who would use his HBC MasterCard for every purchase he made, no matter how small or big it was. And he would always say, charge it and pay it off. Charge it and pay it off. So he would always use his credit card and then he paid off with his debit card. And he had over a million points for the HPC rewards programs. And he was just saving for something. I think he was gonna buy a TV with it or something big. And this is very common. I know people that will use it just to get the cash back reward system. So it's something to think about when you do get a credit card. Now, when you're 18, you would most likely apply for a student credit card or a low interest credit card. Most interest on a credit card is about 19%. That means if you don't pay your credit card bill on time, you will be paying 19% on top of what you owe. And this is compounded each month. So if you don't pay that amount, you have 19% added into it. And now you have your principal plus your 19% interest charged to you again on the next bill. So now you're being charged 19% on your compound, on your principal and on your interest. So you don't want to get into that. They also offer you a thing called the minimum balance, which means that you can pay this minimum amount. Now, I don't recommend you paying just the minimum amount unless you are in financial 
troubles. And what I mean by that is make sure you're always paying your credit card bills on time. But if you cannot pay for it on time, you're in some sort of financial situation, make sure you're paying the minimum amount required. Why? Because it will not affect your credit score as harshly as it would if you completely stopped making payments. That's really important to note. And on the credit cards, on your credit card bill statement, it is legally required to tell you how long it will take you to pay off your debt if you continue to only pay the minimum balance. So make sure that you read through your credit card statements. we're going to talk about the Financial Consumer Agency of Canada. We've talked about the FCAC a number of times throughout this course, and the FCAC outlines several tips for responsible credit use. The first is to aim to pay off your balance in full every month. The money you owe on your credit card is called your balance. Try to pay it off in full by the due date each month. If you do not pay your balance by the due date, you will pay interest from the date you made the purchase. The interest you pay will increase the cost of everything you buy with your credit card. The second is to pay at least the minimum amount you owe. If you cannot pay your balance in full, always aim to pay at least the minimum amount you owe. If you do not pay at least the minimum, you risk your interest rate increasing, negatively affecting your credit score, losing the benefit of any promotional rate offer you have, and your financial institution canceling your credit card. You also want to regularly check your statements for errors. Carefully review your monthly credit card statement to make sure that there are no errors. When you check your credit card statement online, purchases will usually appear a few days later. Keep receipts of all your credit card purchases so that you can check the amounts against your statement. If you find an error, report it right away. Contact your bank or other financial institutions that issued that credit card. Keep your personal information confidential. Keep the following information confidential. Your card, your personal identification number, your card security code, also known as a CVV or card verification value your credit card password for online transactions. If you share your PIN or card security code, you may be held financially responsible for unauthorized transactions. There are many credit card companies out there, each offering their own credit card features and incentives. If you feel you are ready to handle a credit card, it is a good idea to shop around and compare different credit cards to determine what type of credit card is right for you. It is important when choosing the right credit card to know your options. The following sample case illustrates how to do this. Tanya is now 18 years old and in her first year of college. She is looking to get her first credit card to have the convenience of using credit as well as to build her credit score. The FCAC has a credit card comparison tool on its website 
to help you compare credit card offerings available to you. Tanya used the FCAC credit card comparison tool to find a credit card, and here is just one of the results she found. First, it shares with you the product name. In this case, it is the Platinum MasterCard. The FCAC also provides you the product webpage and the name of the bank or credit union in which this credit card is offered. In order to get this card, you must pay an annual fee. Annual fees are usually associated with cards that offer greater incentives or rewards. Annual fees can be costly, so consider whether the rewards you can potentially earn are really worth the extra cost. Not all credit cards have an annual fee. The second thing that is shared is the interest rate. Make sure you know the interest rate charges for purchases, cash advances, and balance transfers. In this instance, the purchase interest rate is 19%, cash advances is 22%, and balance transfers is also 22%. If you do not pay your full credit card bill by the due date, or if you use services like cash advances or balance transfers, you will pay interest. If you use this credit card in locations requiring a foreign currency like shopping in the United States, you will pay a 2.5% fee on the transaction amount. You do not need to prove you have a certain income level in order to qualify for this particular credit card. This credit card also offers various incentives or rewards. The card offers cash back on purchases such as travel, groceries, gas, and general merchandise. This usually ranges from 1% to 3% of the transaction total. As an extra incentive, this credit card offers various types of insurance and extra coverage. Now, Tanya did not like the idea of paying an annual fee, so she changed her search criteria to account for this. Here is an example of her new search results, and it provides her with the Desjardins Cashback Visa at the Desjardins Credit Union. Now, there is no annual fee, and the interest rate is 19% on all three on the purchase, cash advance, and balance transfer. Now, the rewards are less. The key reward is cashback. The range this ranges from 0.5% to 1% on different kinds of purchases. Note that it does not offer as many rewards as the other credit card. This card partners with different companies for deals and rewards. Note that rental vehicle insurance is not available with this card, but was available with the previous card. So Tanya decides to go with a credit card that offers a cashback reward without the annual fee. After using her new credit card for about one month, she receives a credit card statement, and we're going to discuss that on the next section of this podcast. over what is on a credit card statement. So in this case, because it is the first month of use, there were no previous credit card payments. The other credit section includes a purchase return. In this case, the total of the purchases for the months are listed here. There are no additional fees or interest charges. So you have 
your previous balance or any payments that you've made. So if your previous balance was $100, your payments should have $100. So that would even that out. Your total credits would be everything you've purchased for that credit card billing period. Any cash advances, interest or fees also would be charged here if those charges are incurred. So the balance is calculated by taking the total purchase amount and subtracting the purchases returned amount. So T Tanya's credit card limit is $5,000. This is the maximum amount you can borrow. Her available credit is the difference between her credit card limit and her credit balance. This is really important to note. So if you have a credit limit of $2,000 and you spend $100, well, your available credit now is $1,900. The interest rate for outstanding balances and cash advances is posted and usually about 19%. In this case, Tanya's cash back rewards includes 1% of the purchase total. She will receive this cash back on a set date, usually at the end of the year. So it'll actually share with you how much money you're going to receive if you have a cash back balance. It could also share with you the number of points you have or what rewards you have available to you. Now in our example, Tanya is required to pay at least $10 this, this month towards her credit card balance. If she does not pay at least the minimum payment, she will be charged a penalty fee as well as interest charges. It is always a good idea, however, to pay your credit card balance in full to avoid paying fees or interest. Tanya must make this payment by August 27th. This is when her 21-day grace period ends and the debt must be paid. On page two of credit card statements, we'll have a list of the credit card transactions during this pay period. It will share with you the transaction date, which is the date the transaction occurred, the date the transaction was finalized, and the retailer where the purchase was made, as well as the amount of the transaction or purchase. It is always a good idea to review the transaction summary to ensure everything is accurate and matches your credit card receipts. If there are errors, notify the retailer where you made the purchase or, or the credit card company right away. Now, we're gonna go through a couple scenarios. In the first scenario, Tanya pays the entire balance owing. So Tanya wants to avoid paying interest or penalty fees, so she pays the entire credit card balance of $553 by paying the bill online before the due date of August 27th. Tanya had the available funds for this because she kept track of her spending and made sure that she could afford to pay back all of her credit that she used. Now this is the best way to treat a credit card to avoid getting into financial trouble. In scenario two, Tanya pays only the minimum payment. So Tanya is shocked when she gets her credit card bill because she was not keeping track of her spending and how much credit she was using. She does not have the available funds to pay the bill, so she decides to pay just the minimum balance of $10. Because Tanya did not pay her debt in full, she is now subject to interest charges, which compound daily on the balance owing. So after paying just the minimum payment of $10, Tanya's remaining balance is now $543.
if the interest rate is 19%, which is the annual interest rate, it will then be converted to a daily interest rate. So you would take the 19% and divide it by 365, and that will give you a daily interest rate of 0.000545%. So this daily interest rate will be added to the outstanding balance. So you would take the $543 and times it by 0.000545%, which would equal 30 cents. So Tanya will be charged 30 cents interest for the first day. Now this might not seem like much, but you do not forget about the power of compounding. It can really work against you when you are owe money. The daily interest on Tanya's credit card balance will continue to compound until the balance is paid off. After 30 days, the balance will amount to $552. And that is assuming that Tanya has made no other transactions added to it. So that's $8.95 in interest charges alone. Now, if Tanya only paid the minimum payment required each month plus the interest charges, it would take her almost five years to pay off this balance on her statement. Credit card companies are actually required by law to remind you on your credit statements how long it will take you to pay off your bill if you make only the minimum payments each month. Interest charges can easily get out of hand when just the minimum payment is made each month. If you absolutely cannot pay the entire bill, pay off as much as you can to lower your interest rate and pay off your debt as quickly as possible. Now in scenario three, Tanya does not pay her bill at all. So Tanya spends the month treating her credit card like free money, and she did not consider the fact that she would have to have the available funds to pay her credit card bill. In fact, she stuck to her budget so poorly that she cannot afford to make even the minimum payment this month. Tanya decides not to pay the bill at all. The possible consequences for Tanya are that her interest rate may increase and some credit cards charge a higher interest rate if you do not make the minimum payment. So you can have an interest rate from 19% that can go up to 30%. Her credit score will be affected because the credit card company will post to her record that she missed a payment. She could also lose the cashback rewards on her purchase and Tanya's credit card could be cancelled. Now this is the worst possible way to treat a credit card and Tanya has shown she is not ready for the responsibility of a credit card. Tanya should stop using her credit card immediately and work on paying off her outstanding bills as soon as possible. Not only will she pay higher interest charges, but she may also have to pay additional penalty fees. This is also affecting her personal credit score and may mean she will lose the privilege of using a credit card. Her credit score will also be used by lenders to determine the amount of money she can borrow and the interest rate offered in the future. So now that we've looked at the scenarios involving credit cards, Let's review what we talked about in today's lesson. In today's lesson, we looked at what is credit and its advantages and disadvantages. We also explored credit cards and the Financial Consumer Agency of Canada and how it helps you in choosing the right credit card for you. 
we looked at how to read a credit card statement and the importance of paying your bills on time. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast and have a wonderful day.